to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish. Hello and welcome to another Flying Solo Podcast. If you've not yet checked out our new premium membership offering, well, I think you really should. Uh, we've added a swathe of new benefits to help your business stand out and to help you stay at the top of your game. As part of membership, you get a coaching session with little old me, access to a great new private discussion group, access also to our library of over 80 how-to videos, deals and discounts, and much, much more, all for just $99. Head to our join page to find out more. Now, today, I'm delighted to be speaking with Rosie Kaplan. Now, Rosie is mm, it's hard to sum this woman up, I've got to tell you, but she's an ex-art school creative uh, who became an upholsterer. Uh, then she sailed the world for about four years, became a documentary filmmaker, then started a food business, and today runs a coaching and mastermind business from her base in northern New South Wales. Hello, Rosie. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Robert. Look, you, what a life, hey? And you're only halfway through, not even. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> well, sort of, but yes. <laughs> it's been a very full life. Yeah, well, hey, isn't that the best way? And look, so today we're, we're looking at this whole topic of masterminds. And as, as, as you say on your website, growing a business without the support of others actively engaged in your current challenges can be a lonely place. Well, ain't that true? Um, so maybe the place to start really is is for our listeners is for you to define what is a mastermind group. So a mastermind group, the the absolute essence of the description is a mastermind group is a group of people who get together and have hot seats. There's lots of things around called mastermind groups, but often they're just group coaching or they are um, some somebody teaching something. But a mastermind group is a peer-supported group of people who support each other in their challenges and their growths and their excitements and their wins and their losses in their business. And one of the ways they do it is a hot seat so that you get an opportunity to share yourself and your issues and your challenges with the group and then the group then gives you feedback and ideas and support okay that's so it's the hot seat thing that immediately threw me off i was just thinking of my car that's got a little button and i press it and my seat gets hot um which my son annoyingly does in the middle of summer but anyway um so in this instance you're saying a hot seat is that's when the the spotlight's on you. That's what that's how you're saying. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So that's how a yeah. mastermind. So you can call works. it a hot seat. You can call it an opportunity chair, and you can call it a spotlit session. I just can't, I can't kind of get. I like the hot seat. I like, you know it has a little kind of pump to me, which I I like the idea of. But it can also be the opportunity chair. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and typically, then, in a, how many people in in you know a, a good size mastermind group for for you know solo business owners? How many people sort of round the table? And we'll we'll come onto the table in a minute. Okay. For me, I think the absolute best number is eight. Mm. There's a real buzz kind of happens with eight people. I've, I've run groups with six, and then if you've got a group of six and two people have got flu, boom! Suddenly you're down to four. 
But if you've got eight, you've kind of always got a good number in the room. And there is some kind of buzz that happens with eight, all those different ideas. I mean, I've come to you with my current challenge. It's my turn in the, let's call it the opportunity chair, in the opportunity chair. And I've got seven people giving me ideas, support, and suggestion. And it's very dynamic. Mm. Okay. I, look, I, I must say, firstly, that immediately sounds attractive to me. You know, if, I wasn't sure what number you were going to say. Um, but, you know, if it gets too big, then it's, you know, you invariably don't get enough time in, in the hot seat. Um, or you've potentially got people that are talking about things that are irrelevant to you or can be. But so... And again, you might challenge me on that in a minute. But let's let's imagine then that we've so we've got this group, and we'll come into how we pick our group and so on in a few moments. But kind of eight of us sitting here is the idea then that whenever we get together, that we all sort of have to come with a problem, or no? Because okay. um, how I run my groups is I um, that well the groups that I run we actually meet fortnightly. Mm -hmm. So that means, so you've got your eight people in the group, four people um, get to go in the opportunity chair each session. So A, B, C, D goes in one week, and then E, F, G, H go, I don't think I've got that wrong, but anyway, <laughs> the other four go in, the other four go in the other week. So every, once a month, everybody gets an opportunity to come with their current challenge. But I'm just going to throw in here mm. that one of the things that happens is that you may not be in the opportunity chair this particular meeting, but you're going to learn something from somebody else's. You will go, the thing is that you go away with something that you can, a learning or something that you can implement in your own business, whether you're in the chair or not. Okay. It's a it's a very kind of growing dynamic process. Yeah, okay. Look, I, I, I totally get that. That, of course, when you're hearing stories and, and challenges and solutions of other people, you're immediately you know, not going to be able to help yourself thinking, gosh, I could use that. But what do you do in a situation if someone has got, really has got a burning issue and it's kind of not their turn? I mean, um, is, there a, is, is there a system by which they can go, you know, can I swap places with you or can I, can you squeeze one more in? I mean, what do you ever get that sort of situation happening? Yes. I've, I've sometimes squeezed one more in because everybody really wants their time in the chair. So, you, you know, not knocking somebody back is not going to work. I'll often squeeze someone in, but also the other thing is that, um, as a facilitator of the group, so I'm very connected with each person who's in the group. And if somebody has really got a burning issue offer, I may just end up with a little uh, coaching session with them, just having somebody else's ideas and eyes and ears and heart on your business can often be really helpful. So, but we have squeezed, we have, is it okay, everybody, if we go over a little because so-and-so really needs some time in the chair sure. and everybody is so supportive, they always say yes. Yeah, okay. All right, so let's backtrack a bit here because I'm, I, I'm sure there would be some people listening, thinking, this is exciting and who the heck are all the other people so accepting that you run this very much as a business and you have your your sort of structure i'm going to try and get you to sort of spill the beans as much as you're prepared to do for people who who might be doing this themselves how do they what enrollment you know how do we do that how do we how do we choose who sits around the table Okay, well, I think whatever you do, whether you're whether I'm running it or somebody else has decided, I'm just going to put on a free mastermind group so that I'm part of a mastermind group, which mm. is 
how I started, yeah. right? Yeah. I needed a mastermind group. I organized a mastermind group. I got people in. Now, I happen to know each of the people that I worked with. So I knew where they were, the level of their business, where they were at, what they were doing. But if I didn't, I would have actually put together a little sort of very basic application form so that I had some idea where people were at and where they wanted to go. Because some people may just be at where they are and just want, the, you know, they're, they're terrible procrastinators and they just want to kind of get the things done that they want to do. Whereas other people might actually really be wanting to grow their business. And so that wouldn't be a terribly good combination of people put, to put together. You okay. put, right? So you'd be looking for your accountability people sort of all in a lump or your growers all in a lump. So you do have to do a little bit of curating. And as a facilitator, that's what I do in a very major way. But otherwise, you just do it. Um, you know, not everybody is a right fit. So yeah, okay. you just need to use your nouse. And so I guess what you're saying there as well, <clears throat> the, the way to do it is just to be very clear you know, if you are inviting people to join, it's like saying, I am in this stage with my business. Mm. This is how I operate. These are my typical mm. sort of challenges or goals. Anybody else in a similar spot, you know, consider joining my group, that sort of yeah. approach rather yeah, than absolutely. anyone. Yeah, okay. I, tell you, I get that. So now let's look at when, when I talk about the table, um, you don't, you, I mean, I believe I'm right in saying that you run all your sessions, in fact, online. Is that right? I run some of them online and some of them face-to-face. -face. If oh, okay. people are up on the North Coast, I run them face-to-face. -face, and if they're not, I run them online. I'm part of an actual, I'm, I have, of course, my own mastermind group. Yep. And we go from um, Townsville to country Victoria and various spots in between. So we all get together online once a week and um, spend an hour supporting each other and, you know, growing our businesses together. Hmm. And how, do, how, given that you've done both, you know, online and offline, which do you enjoy the most or do they both have their own sort of benefits? They both have their own benefits. Um, I, I do like, I'm an old fashioned girl, right? You know, I didn't do all these things in my life and not live a long time. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm basically, I'm a face to face person, but I have learned online and can I do online and there's a real warmth that happens online. And the other thing about online is you start at nine o'clock, you finish at 10 o'clock. There's no traveling. There's no getting there. There's no going home from it. It's very contained. Um, and people certainly do get a lot from an online group as well as a face-to-face -face group. Yeah, okay. And when you do it online, you do it with video? So you do it, what, over Skype or something? Or you I do it over Zoom with video. Zoom. Okay, so yeah. I know yeah. that. Okay, and do you find that that, um, with our internet that is uh, still sort of getting up to speed in Australia, does it, it, does, is it a pleasurable experience most times? It's manageable. Okay. Okay. Very politics. Sit, well, don't get we, don't get me started. But right. um, basically, since I've been at my new abode, although I only have a download speed of four and an upload speed of something, Zoom works. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. And what so? Look, typically, or not not typically, but what would you advise? Do you advise that a mastermind group? is something to consider if you're at a particularly challenging spot in your business or is it something 
that you should have alongside you all the time. What's your thinking about that? I believe it's something you should have alongside you all the time because there's mm. always going to be challenges um, and there's always, get, you know, there will then be the odd moment where you've done something and it's worked and you've got these people to celebrate with you. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but my husband will only listen to me talk about my business for a particular length of time. Then he's bored, he's over it, he doesn't want to know. But mm. my mastermind group, that's what they're there for. They're mm. there with me about my business. So they celebrate my wins. They challenge my losses. They challenge me to grow. And I just kind of keep going with my group. Mm. I love a long-term group. Yeah, look, that's a great point. And uh, yeah, I must say Jane doesn't uh, doesn't relish talking to me about my work any more than I relish talking to her about it. And it, it is, I just think it's so valuable to have a, a, another outlet um, and it's not just something that you burden your friends with, you know, you don't want to become that person who's just oh, always droning on about his work. Um, so doing that through a mastermind is great. But so, I mean, I, I've done, a, you know, quite similar sort of things. And I, and I actually did something quite similar uh, just last week where I was with a group of uh, businesses and facilitated a discussion with really very little sort of uh, agenda. But we were looking at challenges and it, and it worked well. And there was a person in the group who just wouldn't stop talking. Mm -hmm. um, now, what do you do in that sort of situation? You must have particular sort of do's and don'ts, do you? How do you handle that sort of thing? Well, it's hard, but basically you just have to be firm. Mm. Um, and thank you. I mean, there was a woman in one of my looksees who was full of ideas. I mean, she was fantastic, but she was completely dominating the group. And I ended up having to say to her, thank you so much for everything that you're saying. Could you please let, you know, give other people an opportunity to speak? Mm. She got into a little bit of a sulk about it, but it was like, so then, it, I mean, I, you need to not worry about offending people, how, mm. you know, however nicely you ask them to be quiet because some people will just take offense. But, yes, that's what you need to – where you need to facilitate. Yeah, that's a great point. And, look, and I guess, you know, we see these sort of things over the years in our forums where – you know, you you just have to speak up as the as the facilitator or the or the mastermind group leader. You have to speak up because if you don't, then a rot sets in, doesn't it? And people start leaving, and not 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 a good look. That's right. And, so, and can I just can yeah, I just yeah. say that the other side of that is somebody who's in the group who doesn't say much. Mm, good point. And the other part of being a good facilitator is that you need to know who's talking, know who's not, and bring out the people who aren't talking because they've usually got great ideas, but, you know, you need to – and what do you think? And do you bring them out so that you kind of – you're weaving and, and – and I've got my little, you know, inverted comma fingers up here. You're, you're weaving a, 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 a group that everybody's um, participating at the same kind of level. Yes, okay, got you. So, again, a real facili facilitation skill to see who's being silent and, mm -hmm. and seeking their opinion and bringing them in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, now, you, so we've used the sort of facilitator word a fair, fair bit here, and, and already I'm imagining some people listening might be thinking, well, I haven't trained at that. I'm not a facilitator. Um, what would you say in, in that instance? I mean, it does sound that 
quite obviously, I guess, every mastermind group needs to have a leader, someone mm. who's who's um, taking some responsibility. But do you share or can you share that task around or is it always Rosie's mastermind group in your instance? In my instance, because people are paying me to do it, it ends up being Rosie's mastermind group. They're right. paying me to facilitate, yeah, okay. basically. Right. They're so, paying me to take that job, to make sure that people turn up, that they've got the hot seat questions organized. You know, They're paying me to do that. In my group that I meet with um, the one from Townsville to Country Victoria, for the first year that we met, I facilitated each meeting. Right. And then we um, actually did a face-to-face. -face. We got together and we spent three days together in Brisbane, which was just was beautiful mm. and something that I would recommend any long-distance group tries to organize once a year or once every two years. Mm. And since then, we've actually taken it in turns to facilitate because everybody now knows how to facilitate the group and everybody's confident and comfortable enough to do it. So... I now facilitate once every five weeks rather than, and it's not my group anymore. It's become our group. Okay. But, uh, can yeah. I just ask you there then? So have, are you saying then that what's basically happened during the course of that group is the others have, you know, you've kind of modeled the facilitation mm. of a group and, and therefore it's very straightforward for other people to kind of carry yes. the mantle. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Got you. But someone does need to be, well, it's obvious really, isn't it? Otherwise, no one would ever get anywhere in a group if someone didn't take the lead. Somebody needs to take the lead. And mm. when I did my group, my first group in New Zealand, it was, it, was a, it was a free group because I just wanted a group. And I took the lead. And then I did another group, which was also a free group because I wanted at the time to have my own group. Um, and when I wasn't there, the meetings didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. So there's somebody needs to be in charge and kind of yeah take take charge of it. Right. Let's, if I can take you back to when we were looking there at the sort of people to include in your group and what you were saying there really in not so many words is that ideally you're in a very similar sort of position in your business. Um, what about if in your group you had uh, Rosie the upholsterer sitting at the table and Rosie the food manufacturer you know if you that must might be a bit of a weird thing to even consider but um, it's okay. <laughs> like does, it. does it matter if the industries are vastly different in fact or is it beneficial if the industries are very different I personally think it's beneficial if the industries are different okay. because somebody, the upholsterer is going to have a whole different look at how to do something than somebody who's locked into food manufacturing, mm -hmm. right? Um, I did a free look-see last night and there was somebody who's got a dog food business and somebody who runs a um, website for kids' events in the local area. <clears throat> now, you know, they're, they're completely different things, but they both had an enormous amount to offer each other in how they could both progress their businesses because they were coming from different places mm. and they were able to offer this kind of new idea into this um, the, the business challenges that these people had. Yeah, okay, so a very different approach. So you mentioned look-see there. Now, I know what that is, but our listeners don't. So uh, would you just explain what a look-see is? It's a service that you offer, and I'm very happy that you give it a little plug. So how does that work? Uh, okay, so um, I basically run a short mastermind group. Um, it's just a one-off session that people come to for free, 
uh, four people get a chance to be in the um, hot seat opportunity chair with their current challenge and issue. And the group it basically just behaves like a mastermind group, offers, offers support, ideas, suggestions, and then the four people having got an immense amount from each of the sessions, everybody says, mm. they go away and then I follow them up with accountability because in an actual mastermind group, if they were meeting regularly, they would then have to come back and say, okay, well, my accountability was X and I did Y or I did X and usually X happens because people are not going to come back to the group and say, well, thanks for all your input two weeks ago. I couldn't be asked. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's just, okay. So let me just clarify that. So the look-see is basically that's, that's a way that people can trial a mastermind group with mm -hmm. you, Rosie Kaplan, and we'll give mm -hmm. you an address to do that. That's terrific. Um, and then these, so this accountability, let's not worry about the accountability with the look-see, but generally with a, with a running mastermind group, is there somebody there then who's saying, right, um, Sally over there agreed that she's going to ring three people up? Does somebody note that? Yes. Now, <clears throat> how I've, I've various ways then. Then what I'm doing with this now is, when I have a group, I have um, a Facebook page, and then at the end of each session, I will record the session and send it out to people. Um, and people then go onto the Facebook page and they write up what their accountabilities are so that we can all see what everybody's supposed to be doing. And then after a week, I will kind of follow up how you're going okay. with your accountabilities. Then they come back to the next meeting and four people who are in the hot seat report back. Ah, oh, okay. Got you. Terrific. All right. So accountability, very pleased to hear that. Um, is, is You've clearly got that very, very nicely sort of nutted out. So the onus by the sounds of it is on the attendee to say, right, this is what I'm going to do between now and the next time we meet. Mm -hmm. And then next time you meet, they sit in the hot seat again and they say, this is what happened. And they sort mm -hmm. of share their experience. Okay, brilliant. So mm -hmm. if you've got, and typically does... Um, do your mastermind groups meet for one hour? Is that about the duration? No, they actually typically meet for about two hours because, um, you know, everybody really needs about 20 minutes, half an hour in the hot seat. Mm. Um, you know, try and keep it to 20 minutes because it can ramble on if they have too much time. But you need a little bit of a hello, how are you doing? You need the accountability feedback. You've got four people in the hot seat and you need a little bit of a wrap up. Yes, okay. Yeah, I was, I was, that was my, my thought was, gosh, how do you do all that in an hour? Well, the answer is you don't. But um, and that, that seems very good. And I bet half the challenge is getting people to leave at the end of it, isn't it? I mean, actually, it is. Mm, that's one yeah. of the reasons that an online works so well, is well, that it's done. You kind of, you know, you, you, you click off Zoom and it's finished. But uh, at one point, I was doing a group um, at home. And we had a friend staying and I sort of chewed everybody out because we had to go out and have dinner with this friend. And as we left to go to dinner, everybody's gathered under the lamppost outside. <laughs> talk, 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 talk. <laughs> That's so true. I think, you know, I go out with a, with a group of, um, of friends every couple of months. and We, we go and have a, a curry night. And we probably spend longer outside the restaurant before we all go to our cars than we do sitting in. It's ridiculous. Mm. Even mm. the middle of winter, you know, it's like, mm. what are we doing? But so, yeah, that, that's a very good point about the uh, about the online element. And I guess also what that points to is 
is the need to have um, an, unless you are happy just to spend more time which the chances are we all are um, to have a bit of discipline around it because I remember when we used to run a lot of um, big live events you know at the end of the day people have been with us for eight hours you know we'd had 15 presentations and all the and they just wouldn't go home mm. you know and you've 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 got the security people saying you know can you go please you know <laughs> but anyway I digress. Um, okay, well, look, that, I mean, it does sound like a, a, a wonderful thing that we should be doing. And, I, and, I, and I've said to you, you know, kind of off air that um, this whole notion of masterminds, I, I've, I've been well aware of it in the past. I've participated in a few groups in the past. It's just so brilliant. Um, but it's something that um, not enough of us kind of get to grips with. But what I'm sort of getting from you is it's, this isn't difficult. It just, but what we need is, um, someone needs to take the lead and get it happening. Yes. Uh, is, yeah, okay. So, and then can I ask you, typically, what's your observation of how long a group does run? I know the ideal is that it kind of runs forever, but do they run out of steam? If so, typically when and also why? Um, well, I don't think they do run out of steam. You can, you end up having a little, you know, somebody will leave and somebody else comes in. And so you, you can have a kind of change of change of guard. When I'm running a paid group, I run it for three and a half months because people aren't willing. They've never done it. They don't know how it's going to work. They yeah. don't know what it's like. So that, so, you know, it's just to sign up for three and a half months. So you've basically got three months of full-on um, hot-seating work with a couple of meetings before and after to talk much more deeply about ourselves and our building, our business, and you know where we're going to go from here as the as the final session. But the one that I've been in now, oh, all the ones I've been in have lasted for personally have lasted for a number of years. Mm. I know people just kind of it becomes a sort of part of your your week or your fortnight where you're going to and, – and there's something else happens which is a kind of a friendship connection that is was a real surprise to me the first time it happened. And one of the groups that I was in in New Zealand, we actually used to have Christmas parties and, you know, winter Christmas parties and have dinners together and because we just all really liked each other. And yeah. that seems to happen in every group that I'm part of, this – incredible it's terribly hard to explain but this connection that happens mm. yeah look i know exactly what you mean and it, i think it does when you once you start to sit with people and you feel really comfortable and you feel in a very safe space and you share as i'm sure your groups do you know their innermost secrets and, I, and i'll wager that a lot of them go you know diverge from business fairly frequently as well mm. business and life tend to be you know well it's all one isn't it really mm. we're, we're we're living our lives um and it doesn't surprise me that that uh, that that bond happens so um what's your what what you know what, what do you observe in the sort of the market or the business of masterminds i mean i know you're I would consider you to be very pioneering in this sense. You know, there's not that many people that hold themselves up and say, right, this is what I do, whereas you do. Do you have any observations uh, sort of uh, uh, the industry of masterminds, if there is such a thing? 
Well, there's an industry of masterminds in America, but there's not much of an industry of masterminds here, mm. which is why I've started doing these free looksies because right. I was running around networking, talking to people, and I could just see, I was explaining, you know, the benefits. I was um, explaining <laughs> the te techniques, everything. It just wasn't landing. People just weren't getting it. So mm. I started doing these looksies so that people could actually experience and you can you can feel them going ah oh, now i yeah. get it so yeah that's that's a good point and it is it's difficult isn't it when you're trying to sell um it's it's a, a concept that people aren't aware of you know whereas if you're saying well look imagine sitting in a pub with seven of your closest mates talking about life and business does that sound like fun yeah you know it, well that's what it is only it's not a pub and it's it's more focused <laughs> yes maybe it, i mean has do people run them in licensed establishments is that to um, be advised I, I, or? I don't know i i personally <laughs> personally wouldn't right. um i did do one of a couple of my look free free looksies in the local um tavern and i asked everybody not to bring a drink in because right. you know i'm I'm looking for clarity of mind rather than slightly kind of boozed, foggy mind. Okay. Well, that that brings me to my last question. Then, what's what's the ideal timing? Do you think for a for a mastermind group time of the day? Well, I the absolute ideal time I think would be about four o'clock in the afternoon at the end of the working day, but mm. still part of the working day. But I tend to do them um, in uh, the my. One that I do online with my group, we do from 9 till 10 in the morning. And the groups that I run locally here up in the North Coast, I tend to do at night. So we start at 6 and we go through till about 8. I don't think there is an ideal time. Um, no, people, okay. people, you know, yeah, it's a kind of extra to work, even though it's part of work. I think it should be part of the daily, part of the daily work, but. You know, it just depends, really. Yeah, I guess it depends on the individuals and kind of group group thinking, doesn't it? What yeah. what, what do people want? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Well, look, Rosie, where can we find out more if people want to have a look uh, look see and enrol in one of those? Where should they go? Well, um, Rosie Kaplan, which is R O S I E K A P L A N. Let me just say again, K A P L A N dot com. Yeah. Um, backslash one will oh. get you onto the free look-see page, but it needs to be updated from last night. But otherwise, just rosiecaplan.com is my website and gives you lots of information. Okay, fantastic. Well, look, Rosie, thank you so much for um, for spending your time with us. And um, I'll keep an eye on this one and see if we can get – I'd like to know if how many of our listeners come in and do a look-see because I'm just sure there's so much more that uh, we can all be doing with Mastermind Group. So – I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Okay, and look, before I go, um, don't forget that when it comes to creating a truly lovable business, we get you. Flying Solo Premium Membership has all the tips and tools you'll need for just $99. Head to our join page to learn more. Thank you so much, Rosie. Thank you. Bye. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au.